Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Passionate, patriotic, a little bit pugilistic, and always professional. Hear what Roy Green has to say on the Chorus Radio Network. We have just a few minutes left in the hour. Next hour, we begin with a man, Time Magazine, named one of the world's 100 most influential people. You won't want to miss that. Just back to Remembrance Day, I saw this information um, a couple of years ago and was able to draw it back up this morning. More than a third of Canadians, this is from Ancestry.ca, 2014, more than a third of Canadians unaware if they had ancestors who participated either in the in either of the world wars that was a survey that was done families don't know whether their ancestors participated in either of the world wars so about the same time this morning i found my father's prisoner of war pin lapel pin he was a british prisoner of war and it was from the british pow association And my dad uh, had been a Dunkirk. I've mentioned that in the past. But I saw the film with my cousins in Vancouver in August. And we hadn't seen each other for 57 years. We were little kids in Europe the last time we'd seen each other. And so Gail and Diane and I went to see Dunkirk, the movie, the film. And um, it just happens that their mother was my dad's favorite sister. And, of course my dad, their uncle. And there were gaps in what I knew about my dad's younger years and his military service, because he died when I was 12 years of age. And he told me very little about his experiences in the war, other than being captured at Dunkirk by the Germans and and then uh, getting away. And I asked him about that. And what he said was, and this is the exact quote, we didn't like it, so we left. Anyway, um, he, uh, after he escaped, he wasn't able to get on one of the ships or the boats, which brought back the boys to England. So he walked the roads of France after borrowing clothing from clotheslines. And uh, my mother then told me that he said he'd waved to German convoys. Thought it was safer to walk on, out in the open than trying to hide out in woods where they'd be looking for people. So he knew also that if he was stopped and questioned, he'd be discovered as a British soldier and executed on the spot as a spy. But eventually he uh, he made his way to, to Switzerland after fighting with the French resistance for a period of time. Wouldn't have been good for him either if he'd, um, if he'd been captured. And was uh, put in a camp in Switzerland because the country was neutral and so they kept everybody apart. There's more to the story, and I'm, I just don't have the time to share it with you. We all have stories about somebody, don't we? Unfortunately, I see fewer people in Canada wearing a poppy, and fewer even have uh, any connection with World War I, the war to end all wars. And it was just over 100 years ago that the Battle of Passchendaele, which Mike just talked about, took place in Belgium, where Canadian troops distinguished themselves through bravery and suffered heavy casualties, as they did at the horrendous Battle of Vimy Ridge. Today, we have a generation of young Canadian military veterans who deserve their country's gratitude 
and yet, as we found out in the first hour, as we spoke with Major Mark Campbell, instead, Ottawa is battling wounded Canadian soldiers in court over granting them what the soldiers insist is their right as pension, as far as pension is concerned, it's the Equitas trial. Remembrance Day 2017.